Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday here on The Fan, but it's not any other Thursday. It's anti-A-Rod Day. So throughout the show, sprinkled in every once in a while, you hear about some of the controversies that Alex Rodriguez was involved in with his many years in New York City. Of course, that's a precursor to A-Rod Day, which is tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We've got some of Alex Rodriguez's rivals that will be joining the show a little bit later today. And we have selected 13 different A-Rod controversies that we will sprinkle throughout the show. With that said, last night my wife wasn't feeling well. I took care of her. I took care of my kids. I watched a little basketball. And then I got stuck in a vortex that sort of got me angry. Um, And that vortex occurred on SNY. I was Mm. watching SNY. I put on Mets Hot Stove. And I kept hearing something that started to slowly bother me. First, I heard Steve Gelbs, who I respect. I like Steve. Say about Pete Alonzo, well, we kind of knew they weren't going to extend him. And then I heard Jim Duquette say the exact same thing. My good friend Sal Licata even has said the same thing to me over and over again. And I don't care that you knew this wasn't going to happen. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, we don't sit around here just saying, well, this isn't going to happen, so why bother caring? Like, yeah, maybe a few months ago I made a prediction that this would get done, which has led to my beard because Pete was at a Ranger game. But just because Jim Duquette or Steve Gelbs or Sal Licata or any other Met fan says, gee, what are you surprised about doesn't make me less angry. So that started to bother me. And then I started thinking back to the last time I got this angry about a non-contract extension. And that was right after the 2018 season when Jacob deGrom won his first Cy Young. Okay. And right here on this radio station, I would talk quite a bit about how they have to extend deGrom, extend deGrom, extend deGrom. And then my hero, who I have great respect for, came on the radio after weeks of me screaming about how they need to extend DeGrom, and said this. How dumb would the Mets be right now? The way this has unfolded, Mm -hmm. how dumb would the Mets be to give DeGrom a big contract right now? Think of it. Yeah, think of Mm -hmm. it. A month later, they did. 
A month later, the Mets extended DeGrom when my hero, Mike Francesa, said it would be stupid. When everyone else told me, shut up, stop it, it's not happening. And then it happened. So here's my point to you, Tiki Barber. I'm not predicting to you an extension's going to get done, Mm -hmm. but I'm no longer going to be quiet. I'm no longer going to just accept, hey, little boy, shut your mouth. He's not being extended. David Stern said it. Scott Boris may have hinted at it. No. I'm going to tell you why they're wrong. They were wrong in 2019. I love Mike. He was wrong that day Mm -hmm. when he said that into a microphone. I love Sal. He's wrong when he says it would be stupid to extend him. Everybody on SNY who doesn't want to offer an opinion, you're wrong. You're all wrong. You've got to show guts if you're this franchise, and you have to make the smart gamble. And the smart gamble is to quit effing around, quit messing around, quit lowering expectations, and talk to Scott Boris and try to get a deal done because that's in the best interest of the New York Mets. So I'm no longer just going to accept, well, you should have known better. Mm -hmm. No, I have a microphone. We all have microphones. And damn well, I'm going to tell you how I feel. And I'm no longer going to accept my fate. And this has nothing to do with my beard. (laughs) Nothing, Tiki. See see this? Maybe a little bit to do with you. You see this razor? <laughs> I do. This razor that I keep in my pocket? Yes, but you gotta get the, you're going to have to trim it down a little bit before you can get to that razor, actually. That's a good point. <laughs> but Step I'm, away from the razor. Yes. But I'm telling right you now, right this now. This is dangerous. This, has, this razor I'm holding in my hand <laughs> has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I dare you as a Met fan or as a non-Met fan, tell me when I'm telling lies about Can I this. rationalize with you Go for ahead. a brief moment? Rationalize all you want. Evan Bearded Roberts. Um, did you trust uh, Brody Van Wagenen? That's a loaded question, Tiki. I, I'm just asking a question. Did I trust him when? When he extended Jacob DeGrom or did, at a different just, time? Just in general. Did you trust him to lead your Mets franchise to the promised land, to do the right deals, to bring in the right folks, to make the right decisions that would help the Mets ultimately win a championship? I'm not talking about in hindsight after mm-hmm. he's gone in two years. I'm talking about in that moment, in 2019. Yeah. Did you trust Brody Van Wagenen. I was very open-minded to him, and so that I... sounds tr- like a no. Okay, the answer is okay. no. The answer is no. Right? <laughs> that what so, you, so the guy who you didn't trust made maybe a, you know, a questionable decision because he knew nobody trusted him. And the way that you get people's trust is to sign the Mets' favored son. You re-sign Jacob DeGrom. It makes things work, right? It makes everybody happy, Right. Yeah, and maybe maybe you trust him. Now, let's ask another question. Um, Do you trust David Stearns? Yeah. Why? Because of his track record in Milwaukee. Ah, his track record in Milwaukee, which means he's not going to foolishly spend money as he did in Milwaukee because he couldn't in Milwaukee because they were a small market team. And now, as the general manager of the New York Mets, Mm -hmm. he's thinking smartly. He's He's not getting ahead of himself. He's He's wrong. He's not throwing caution to the wind or cash in the pockets no. of a Scott Boris client no. and Pete Alonzo. No. So he's playing it out. No. Why? Because you actually trust him. No. He's not Brody Van Wagenen, no. who was just trying to get in the favor of Met fans and maybe even the, uh, the, the ownership by making a popular decision. 
David Stearns is going to make the right decision. And so you should trust no. what his decision is. Here's why you're wrong, sir. Respectfully. I can trust somebody and disagree with them. I can do both things at the same time. I can trust David Stern's vision and then come on the radio and I'll give you all the reasons why I'm right and all of you are wrong if you don't agree that this team needs to be more aggressive in working out a long-term contract extension. And I'll lay it out for you. Please. Because I don't think it's as simple as people like to think. But just because I trust David Stearns, just because he hasn't done anything yet that has alienated me or any other Met fan, doesn't mean he's wrong if this is the approach he's taking about Pete Alonso. And let me explain to you why real quick. The Mets are taking a gamble. And that gamble is, A, Alonso doesn't have this historic judge-like season mm-hmm. that changes his contract value. And then, B... They're also taking the gamble that there isn't one schmucky team, and I'll call them that for the sake of anyone who doesn't think Pete's worth a certain number. He's taking the gamble that there isn't that one team that's going to grossly overpay him. That's the risk. Yeah. Okay? The risk involves losing him. The risk involves losing Pete Alonso because one team with one owner makes a decision that you could argue isn't a smart one financially. That's the negative. This is called gambling. Yes. Risk-reward. So the risk is you lose them. Understand that. I want everyone to understand that that risk is real. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can sit here all day and tell me he's not getting this amount of money or he's not getting that amount of money. All you need is one team to make an offer that makes David Stearns and Steve Cohen say, yeah, too much. So you lose him. You yeah. lose Pete Alonzo because yes. he ultimately doesn't want to be here. That's not what I said. And he, and he How did, I, did I just say that? And he ulti- well, I mean, Someone he's makes going him get- an offer, dude. Right. And so let's say he has this epic Judgian type season in his contract year, just like Aaron Judge did. And and he deserves now to be paid a premium on what first basemen, who are good fielders, but not great fielders, not gold glove first basemen, get. And so the number is there. But he chooses to go someplace that is going to – improperly overpay him. Right. That's how I put it. Okay. That's how I'll put it. Improperly overpay him. Isn't that on him? Isn't that on Pete Alonso saying, I don't want to be here? No, it's on. Let's, let's, let's back up to the Aaron Judge situation. The, the, the San Diego Padres were going to improperly overpay Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he said no right. after having a conversation, a heart-to-heart, whatever you want to call it, with Hal Steinbrenner. And ultimately, he signed a $360 million deal, and he's here. And we all feel, oh, that was right. 
That felt right because Aaron Judge made the right decision to stay at the place that he wanted to stay at. If he wanted to bounce and go closer to home, I put in, in quotes, even though he's been here long enough that this is more home, I think, than California, it, Like he could have done it. Pete Alonso is going to have the same choice. Someone could improperly overpay him, and he'll decide to leave. But if the Mets come correct, as I'm sure they will, when he hits free agency, he can also decide to stay. So I know what you're saying. Overpay him because he deserves to be overpaid. I didn't say overpay He's got to be here because he's Pete Alonzo. And without Pete Alonzo, if the Mets get close to a championship, it just won't feel right. Or, hell, they even win one. It won't feel right without Pete Alonzo. It's his decision. Well, first of all, I didn't say any of that. I no, know, seriously, that's I didn't what you're say, intimating. No, no, what I'm intimating is that the Yankees took a gamble two years ago, and they got lucky. Okay, they got very, very I mean, bleeping they lucky? lucky. They got lucky because they Aaron paid Judge... They $150 million more than they wanted to pay him. Because Aaron Judge selected to stay taking less money. I got news for you. Most people aren't like that. And I wouldn't even begrudge Pete Alonso if he took the most money. Mm-hmm. But when you allow a guy to get to free agency, you risk. You take a risk. This is the whole game here. Risk-reward. And I'll tell you the other risk by keeping him now. But the risk of letting him get to free agency is one dumb team offers him more money than you're willing to give, and he's gone. And you lose him for nothing. That's the risk. Now, what's the risk of being more aggressive and signing him now? What's the risk? That you're going to overpay him? That's the risk? What's the risk? What's the risk? What is the risk right now? And I want to make it clear. I don't know what Scott Boris is asking for because they've done a really good job of leaking nothing out. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Mets. We do not know. Okay? We do not know. But what I understood from his past administration, from the past group that ran Pete Alonso's group, is that if the Mets had made a more aggressive offer, if the Mets had made a more considerable offer, right. there was a really good chance he was going to resign. I don't know if that's the same, but I got to be in that ballpark. So let's say the Mets, and I'll get, I'll get specific here, come to Pete and say, you know what, screw it. We're going to give you more than Matt Olson right mm-hmm. now. We're going to give you $250 million over seven years. Take a calculator out. What is that per season? 250 divided by seven. I'm going to take it out. Do you know it by the top of your head? Mm, 250 divided by seven. 35 million a year. Something, yeah. A lot of money, by the way. A lot of money, and you want to call that an overpay? Fine, it's an overpay. If you made him an offer like that, you don't think Scott Boris is saying yes? Scott Boris took over for Pete Alonso months ago. Scott Boris would get the quickest paycheck ever. If he got that deal for Pete Alonso right now. And if you're a Met fan out there saying, Evan, come on, you're stupid. That's too much money. That's too much money. That's too much money. Yeah, for the position, it probably is. What if he gets to free agency, Tiki? What if he gets to free agency and he's coming off a 52 home run season in which he drives in 130 runs and it only takes one? Mm. It takes one team. To say, screw it, yes. we're giving him $300 million, and then you lose him for nothing. So real quick before you answer, risk-reward, folks, gambling. Which gamble is smarter in your mind? Okay, What I, gamble is smarter? But hold on. Signing him now for a amount of money that may be more than you have to or risking that, ah, oh, don't worry, I'll get him in free agency, okay, boy, okay. I'll keep him, and then you lose oh, him for nothing because one team made a stupid offer. Which risk do you take? So hold I on. Win. Let's, let's back up. If you lose Pete Alonzo, what happens? Like, you, you, you lose the 50-plus home runs a season. Right. Correct? Yeah. But could not somebody replace that? See, this is the problem. You could, stepped could, in a problem. Could, no, 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 could, no. Could, could not a DH be signed who replaces some of that? You're already spinning. Could, could, You're already spinning. Could not Mark Vientos uh, develop as a, young, as a young prospect and maybe become, I don't know, what everybody expected him to be? Right? I think, I think what David Stearns is trying to do 
is just evaluate the Mets before he makes any decision. And I think what you're pushing him to do is to make a decision pre-evaluation. Yes, there is risk to that. But this is a new regime. What does right? he have to evaluate? I, 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 he knows I, what Pete Alonso but, is. But hold on. We I, all I, know I, what Pete Alonso yeah, is. Yeah, but we don't also, give me that crap. We also don't know how Pete Alonso is going to age. We also don't know when he's 34 years old if he's going to be smashing 52 home runs But you don't season. know that at the end of the of year anyway. You're making know. a projection either way. But David Stearns knows nothing. He hasn't been here. And I think... If I was him and I was coming into this organization with Steve Cohen, Mr. Moneybags, as people like to call him, uh, as the owner, I'm going to do right by my owner and make the correct evaluation on every player and every decision as opposed to what Brody Van Wagenen did. Brody was right. Brody was right, dude. Brody was right. Francesa was wrong. And most people listening were wrong. You were wrong. And by the way, I'm okay. I admit when I'm wrong, I was wrong about re-signing DeGrom the second time. I raised my hand. Mm-hmm. But in 2019, you were wrong. Not you specifically. Right. I don't know what your opinion was. No, I didn't have one. But I was they, going national at that point. But they were wrong. because, And I have said this so many years over being at this radio station about so many different players. Yeah. This is not new. Don't risk free agency. Okay, but don't on. risk it with David Wright. They were smart to keep him. I don't care how much it backfired. And they were smart to keep Jacob yeah, DeGrom that, before but, free agency. But you sound like a fan. You can't you can't take your fan hat off. Not your WFAN hat. Your your Met fandom hat. You're not taking it off. You're making it sound as if a player and I is irreplaceable. And that's just not true. Everybody can be replaced. I, I don't say care he wasn't replaceable. how good you are. Pat Mahomes at some point is going to need to be replaced, right? Everybody can be replaced. It may not be as good, but that not might not necessarily be a I don't know the the beginning of doom. You know what I mean? You're making it seem as if not signing Pete Alonso long term and having him here for the next six or seven years, hitting however many home runs he hits, is going to bring death and destruction to the Mets. That's just not going to happen. People people come up, younger players play, free agents sign. You find another bat when you when you see that there's a hole. And I think it's I think it's 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 too risky to use your word to force David Stearns to do something that he's not ready to do. Oh, so letting him go to free agency is less risky? When his job is to evaluate and then make the decisions. So yes, going to free agency is risky. We saw it with the with the Yankees, but ultimately they were they were able to work it out because they played to the sentiments of Aaron Judge. Now Pete Alonso, because of his agent, might not be open to sentiment sentimentality. He might just say, "All right, my guy's telling me I should get the most that I can get. I'm going to go play for the Rangers or whoever the heck it may be." But that's ultimately on Pete. You can't no. control it. It's on the Mets. It's yeah. on the Mets because Pete Alonso wants to get paid, which I don't blame him for. I don't think any of us blame him for. But the risk of free agency, don't you guys get it? Don't you get it? You saw it with Aaron Judge two years mm-hmm. ago. Free agency is so risky. You don't want your great players to get to free agency. You never want to see it happen. Because when they do, there's a really good chance they're gone. Yankee fans, I'll hit you with a guy that it happened to you with. And I know that it's easy now to say, well, I'm glad it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I want you to take yourself in the moment of when it happened and not what the results were. Robinson Cano. Hmm. I mean, not everybody was celebrating Cano going to Seattle no. But you know what happened? The Yankees allowed themselves to let one dumb team outbid them. And that team did it. The Mariners did it. And there were Yankee fans, young ones, who said, I can't believe we lost Robbie Cano. Now, again, 
take away the way it turned out. Because I know it's easy to say, well, they made the right decision. No. They risked free agency. David Wright, a year before free agency, I'll give the Wilpons credit when they deserve it, took care of it before he got to free agency. Because you can mark my words, if he got there, Mm -hmm. he was gone. He was gone. Jacob deGrom, they took care of it two years before free agency. I'm telling you right now, ask yourself this. Make the bet with yourself, Met fans. Do you want to overpay him now and give him a contract that maybe is a little bit more than you'd have to? That's your risk versus I'll allow him to go to free agency because I'm kind of confident. The market doesn't love him. His war isn't that high. Most team presidents are going to agree with me. And then all you need is one. (laughs) All you need is one team. All you need is Artie Moreno, two years after losing Shohei Otani, to say, God, man, I got to do something. And then I'm going to offer Pete Alonzo a dumb contract. See, here's the difference between me and a lot of people right now. I don't want to play that game. Right. I don't want to play. And here's the other thing, and you're starting to do it. And Met fans are going to start to do it. You're going to play another game. And Yankee fans do not take this personal. You're going to play this new game next year. You know what you're going to do? Juan Soto is going to be a free agent. And then you're going to call me up (laughs) and say, hey, Evan, who do you prefer, Juan Soto or Pete Alonzo? And you know that's a loaded question, and you know it's effed up. Because we all know Juan Soto's better. But you're going to say that as a way to see? You let Pete go, you replace him with Soto. You have Steve Cohen as your owner. Let me make this crystal clear. I want both. (laughs) No, no. I want both. I don't want there to be a choice. And by allowing this to get to free agency next year, you make it a choice. You make it so easy for everybody to say, but Evan, wouldn't you prefer Juan Soto? Of course. I'm not arguing that. But if you sign Pete Alonso now, would anyone ask that question next winter? Would anybody ask that question? Would you ask that question? No. Would anyone call and ask that question? They would not. All I'm saying is that David Stearns deserves the right to make his decision the way he wants to make his decision. That's all I'm saying. That's why this deal is not done. right? If this was the same, if this was still Epler here, I'm sure Pete Alonso would be well on his way towards being paid. And you wouldn't have that stupid beard. Well, actually, I like the beard, so it's not stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. I actually like the beard. But he would be on his way. But with David Stearns in charge here, then David Stearns has to have his own way of going through this process and not rush it just because fans want it to get done. We're going to get to your calls next, but first I want to take you back to July 24th. 2004, just a few months into Alex Rodriguez's tenure with the New York Yankees. He got into a little bit of a fight inside. Alex Rodriguez is drilled, and he says something to Bronson Arroyo. And we know what he said. Here we go. Veritek and A-Rod going at it. Yeah. Ah. And then Veritek punched him in the face. And A-Rod said, I'm never going to fight again. Oh, my God. No, A-Rod was tough that day. Showed true toughness. He really did. I think that's when Yankee fans started liking him at first. They're like, yes, he's fighting Veritek. Throughout the program, we will mix in other great A-Rod controversies. The man from Milwaukee. (laughs) We'll get to your calls next, 877-337-6666. I don't know if the reason you played that is what is now making me laugh. That is from a later controversy, as you may remember. Alex Rodriguez right here in this very studio on WFAN referring to the then-commissioner Bud Selig as the man in Milwaukee. The man from Milwaukee. <laughs> but as you play that, it makes me think of David Stearns. Is that why you played it, Luke? <laughs> that actually should be the new nickname for David Stearns. The man from Milwaukee. You know what? A-Rod, you've inspired me. 
until Pete Alonso extends with the New York Mets, not only will I grow my beard out, I will no longer refer to David Stearns by his given name. He is now... The man from Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you, Lugie. No problem. <laughs> You're terrible. I am no longer just accepting what everybody continues to say. Well, you, you knew this wasn't going to happen, Evan. Well, you knew Pete Alonso wasn't going to extend. Well, you knew it. Well, doesn't make them less wrong. Doesn't make the man from Milwaukee less wrong. The man wrong. from Milwaukee... Does it make even Scott Boris wrong? Let me say this real quick about Scott Boris, because that's a part of his game, too, this lazy assumption. Well, Scott Boris represents him, so it will never happen. He would never sign an extension prior to free agency, except twice with Jose Altuve he did. That's because Jose probably wanted to... We're not in contract hibernation. Excuse me? He always wanted to be an Astro. Or is it also possible that the Astros were aggressive in their negotiations? But they underpaid him, didn't they? Did, did they offer him $150 million to a guy who's now in his mid-30s? I mean, let's let's be fair, because, again, it's just an assumption of, well, he wants yeah. to be there. I'm sure he wants to be there, but it takes two to tango, Tiki. True, but I don't I don't know what his previous contract was. Was it market rate? It was another I'm signing before I get to free agency. Like, it can be done. You just have to be aggressive in doing it. And so what Boris and the man from Milwaukee has done very, very effectively, I'll give them credit, is nobody knows what kind of discussions, if any, they've had. I admit that. We don't know. We don't know if they've had actually really good discussions. We don't know if they haven't even talked. Like, all we have are the public statements of Scott Boris, which, as you just heard, were not in contract hibernation, and <laughs> David Stearns with his little giggle. I'm sorry, the man from Milwaukee and his little giggle of, well, you know, it usually works out this way. But is there aggressiveness? The Yankees tried. They failed, but they tried. To keep Aaron Judge. Yeah. They tried. To the point where Brian Cashman was leaking out the contract on the eve of opening day. But shaming a superstar doesn't make any damn sense. It was a dumb decision. It was a really dumb decision. But they were trying to keep him. Yes, of course they were. Because they they know the value that A-Rod brings to this team as a as a captain. as like, Before he was even captain. But as the leader. Then as the, as the player. Both sides. Defense and as a hitter. And just what he meant to the organization. Did you hear what Tiki just did, by the way? What? <laughs> he accidentally called Aaron Judge A-Rod. <laughs> he, it's on his head? <laughs> it I'm is not? on my head. It is A-Rod day tomorrow. Best player, Aaron best Judge. Player. You know what I mean. Aaron, yes. Aaron yes. Judge yes. was everything. He was one of the reasons you went to the stadium. Yes. Because you wanted to see Aaron Judge. Yes, you did. Not Alex Rodriguez. No. Well, you did too. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you did too. By the way, as we spread out all the A-Rod controversies, Spoiler alert, at some point, you'll hear about the opt-out controversy, which is one of my favorites. But right now, we get to your calls. To me, I'm sick and tired of it just accepting the fate that, well, Pete's going to get to free agency. Why? It doesn't make sense for the Mets, and in a lot of ways, it doesn't make sense for Scott Boris and Pete Alonso. Let's go to Matt Nestoria. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking the call. What's up, dude? Uh, on, uh, on A-Rod Hate Day, quick comment. I just uh, He always drove me nuts saying that he wanted to be a Met 20 years ago, whatever. I always thought that was pandering when him and J-Lo wanted to buy a team. I, I, I'm curious what you guys want to say about that uh, later. But I, 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 I disagree. Did, I think he did want to be a Met. Yeah, I think he wanted to be a Met. That's To me, A-Rod not being a yeah. Met is more of a Met issue than it is an A-Rod issue. I don't right. hold that against Alex. I hold that against the Mets, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, the money wasn't uh, okay. going to ever work. In regards to the Pete thing, I, I think you're totally right, Evan. Um, everybody wants him here. I also, what drives me crazy is 
the lack of reported communication. Make the guy an offer. I don't think that he's going to get the contracts that, that he thinks or Boris thinks he's going to get. Maybe six for, you know, 187 for 200. He's not even the best first baseman in, in the division. But the Mets fans want him. And if Beatty, guys like Beatty and Vientos take a step forward and look like they're going to be quality major leaguers, then all of a sudden you're looking, if, if he goes to free agency, the hole that you have in the lineup is a homegrown guy that you've had the whole time. And, had a, and, then, and then next thing you know, Soto becomes a must-have. Pete has a must-have next offseason. They're going to have to invest in pitching. So why not just, why not just lock him up right now? Bingo. The, core is, the clock is ticking on this core. And, and let's start filling you, holes while we have the leverage to negotiate. So you bring up a lot of really good points. Next year, when the Mets get to free agency, and hopefully it's coming off a really good year, Tiki. Right. Hopefully the Mets are a playoff team. They're going to have four open rotation spots. They're going to need to be aggressive in so many ways. So why would you even want there to be another question on your roster that's self-inflicted by the question around Pete Alonso? Do you think that the Mets are making offers? Do you think they're actively making offers for Pete Alonso? I can't lie to you. I don't know. And that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not going to lie to anybody and tell you I know what's going on now. I have some insight on what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I do, and I, I've shared that. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, me telling you, yeah, the Mets made him an, an offer a year or two ago, and it was well below market value, yeah. and there wasn't even a response that was so low. But that was a different regime in, 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 in effect. Correct. Right? So it's, it's not Correct. the same. Correct. It's a different administration, right. so you I know you it. You can't blame that. You can't blame them. You can't blame David Sturm for what they did prior. I cannot. You're right. But I also feel like the Scott Boris issue is something that can't be discounted. Right, The fact that he is only going to take a certain number before he even starts having the conversation— so I kind of feel like the Mets are making on entries, right? They are trying to get a conversation going, but they're just not meeting it. And without them meeting it, there's there's no response. But Tiggy, Tiggy, if I knew, and we don't, and it's a credit to the Mets, it's a credit to Scott Boris, they right. have kept everything We've on the wraps. We've heard nothing. We've heard nothing about if, this. If you were telling me, look, the Mets are trying, and Scott's basically saying $350 million don't talk to us, hmm. then I would understand. We're not in contract hibernation. But I don't know if that's going on. And I think that there's this lazy assumption that because it's Boris, he's not even open to talking. Boris has had clients sign extensions. It's happened. And oh, by the way, Scott Boris has a handful of guys that are free agents right now. Don't you think, let's just be logical here. Scott Boris stole Pete Alonso. Stole him. He stole him a few months ago. Yep. Took him out of nowhere. It is the easiest payday for Scott Boris to sign Pete Alonso tomorrow for $200 million. The easiest payday ever. He does no work. He signs him. He talks with David Stearns for a few months. Boom, here's my payday. I don't have to worry about it now. It's over. So I think there is a motivation to get it done. I'm concerned the Mets don't share my opinion. Hmm. And that's why I'm on the radio telling them politely, you're wrong. The man from Milwaukee. give Give me your reasoned explanation. Don't get heated. Your reasoned explanation of why. Other than him being homegrown, he's a he's a fifty you know, home run guy, a year home run guy. Why is he so important? This Met Why is he important? Why is he so important to you as a Met fan to continue to go forward here? Name me one slugger since Pete came into the league who is as good and as reliable, and that's the key word, Yankee fans, reliable as mm-hmm. Pete Alonso, and I'll wait. Health-wise. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, playing matters, dude. I know. I okay. know. So tell me the sluggers in Major League Baseball as reliable as Pete Alonso since he was called up. 
Exactly. He's the most reliable slugger in Major League Baseball. I didn't say he's the best player. Mm-hmm. I didn't say he's Aaron Judge. I didn't say any of that. I said he's the most reliable slugger in baseball. So without bringing up any of the emotions that I have and Met fans have, I'm just talking baseball, right? We're talking baseball. I'll give you another thing that no one seems to bring up. I shouldn't say no one. I'm yep. sure some do. Every year, Pete Alonso gets better defensively. Every year. True. Did I say he's Rico Brown? No, no. You but he gets better every year. Okay, so but there is a I, I think there is a piece of this that you need to see. And it was his his average last year was bad. Right? And I okay. I know we don't we don't we don't value it the same way that we used to, but he hit two nineteen. I am aware. Who's protecting him in the lineup all year? Oh, well, who was? I don't want to ignore that. Do you want to ignore that? No, of course not. Who was protecting Pete Alonso last year? I mean, Francisco Lindor. No, no. Lindor was ahead of him. There was, no, there was nobody protecting behind, him. No, behind him, you're right. Who? Jeff McNeil, who had a crappy year? Mark Canna? Like, who the hell was protecting him? Yeah, both, you know, McNeil, who was paid, and Nimmo, who was paid. And so, also, McNeil's just not the kind of hitter I want protecting Pete, so... You and Alvarez up, wasn't ready yet. Alvarez no. wasn't there yet. Now, maybe Alvarez will be that guy this year. I hope so. If they don't sign J.D. Martinez... But let me just tell you something, bro. I got an answer for anything you want to say. Mm-hmm. So you keep firing. Do you, well, do you have an answer for this? Go ahead. Did it ever occur to you, based on the breadcrumbs David Stearns has left us, including the last man week, from Milwaukee, on whatever that, what's the podcast he was on, the uh, Intentional Grid or whatever the heck he was on? Yeah. Where he said, please, you know, if you could call him and schedule it, what if Alonso just simply doesn't want to be here? Dude, I'm mm-hmm. open to the possibility that a he don't. I don't believe that's the case, but fine. I don't know. I mean, I just or think that Scott's not open to discussions, but. They need to be aggressive in it. Like I just said, yeah, if no, you're I telling agree. me the Mets are negotiating and Boris is like, I'm stuck on 300, yeah. I'm not even moving. But, but sure, it's not going to go anywhere. Stearns at least left us enough breadcrumbs that he has said vocally that they have been open to it, that they have thrown. That they've reached out they've and reached they're out. getting nothing. And, and I don't. When did he say that? Let's say they reached out and got nothing. Well, hold on. When well, he he's says. Intimating. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do more fan fiction now, Sean? It's he, not fan fiction. I know you're really into yeah. that. He's when, a bad guy, too, when right? When he gets flat-out asked, not no, it's not about Alonzo being a bad guy. When Stearns gets flat-out asked, hey, when can we have this uh, press conference to announce your son Pete Alonzo? And Stearns' answer is, hey, if you could get that figured out for us and scheduled tomorrow, please, that tells me. It tells you nothing. I mean, Tiki, it tells you're you nothing. Cert- it, it feels like they're not getting a response because they're not reaching the number. There's a number that's out there. Just like there's a number that's out there for Blake Snell. Just like there's a number that's out there for Cody Bellinger. Just like there was a number that was out there two years ago for Michael Conforto. Mm-hmm. There's a number that people aren't reaching. And Scott's not taking your call until you reach that number. So whose fault is that? I just told you what a fair number would be that's an overpay right now, $250 million over seven years, and you could scoff at that all day. How do we know that's not the number? Because or maybe what, the number's what, lower. Because who but, makes I mean, yeah. I mean, what? Go ahead. You're getting so, frustrated with me. What's the problem? I am because you're you're talking about inappropriately overpaying. That's what I'm talking about. I could be underpaying him based on the season he has. How do I know what team's going to offer him next year? First baseman don't make that much. It was right? Matt Medelson didn't get the free agency, so I don't want to hear his name mentioned ever again. By the way, by anybody, he was two years What's, away from free for, agency. For, for, it's not a comparison. It's not a comparison, but it is the top salaries. It doesn't matter. It does matter. The top salaries. What is what a team is willing to pay. That's what the top salary is. If he gets to free agency next year off okay, a 54 so, home run season, so how, how the hell do you know a team's not going to give him so $300 how, million? So how is that determined? Right? How How is the number for Aaron Judge determined? What do you mean? Like, at the end of the day? Yeah, right. How is it determined? It turned into a bidding war. It turned into multiple teams showing you how far they were willing to go. And that's the negative of free agency because you have multiple teams that are now out there saying, hey, I really want this guy. 
Your price will go up in free agency a lot of the time. The Mets are having an arrogance of it. No, it won't. Or B, don't worry, we'll match it anyway, which I can't trust them to do. I'm sorry. I can't trust them to do that. I think what Sean is saying has some merit. There is a a likelihood that Pete Alonso actually wants to test free agency. Maybe. He actually wants to Maybe see he does because he's not getting a good there. offer from the Mets. Ever okay, think of that? Okay, but what, whatever. It doesn't matter what, the reason. He actually wants to try to be somewhere else. And what would that look like? He doesn't know because he's never had the chance. And if there's going to be a moment that he can do it, it's now. It's the only moment that he can do it. All I know. And we don't know that. Just like you don't know what David Stearns or the Mets uh, writ large have been talking to him about. We have no idea. Right? So... You can speculate one thing. On the other side, you can speculate the exact no, no. opposite. Here's what I'd speculate on. I have more evidence Pete wants to be here than the Mets want to keep him. Why? I'll give Why? you a simple answer. Because Pete Alonso said it to us. He said it to me when I asked him point blank. Now, you want to tell me he's lying? Mm-hmm. You want to tell me he was just giving you lip was service? That, Maybe was, you're right. Was that pre-Boris? It was pre-Boris. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a different It's a different calculation. I don't now. think you hire Scott Boris because you want to leave. I think you hire Scott Boris because you want to get paid. We're not and in I, contract hibernation. And I understand why people want to get paid. We all do. Well, it, it just might be a little bit of a miscalculation. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to John in North Babylon. Hey, John. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up? So, Kiki, I agree with you in regards to Stearns. Well, listen, he just got here. He wants to do things his way. However... Mets fans are a little jumpy with this because outside of Wright and DeGrom, they tend not to send their guy to that second contract. Yeah, it's and true. And Pete actually seems to be the guy, as far as the fans go and, you know, LFGM and all that stuff. The fans love him. The fans want him. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't want to be here, but they're a little jumpy this because they're going to lose one of their guys, one of their homegrown guys, not, you know, Cespedes where they signed a second contract. That's not the same thing. No. That's why they're a little jumpy here. And listen, I understand Stearns wants to do things his way. And, you know, they said that they're punting on 2024 without punting on it. But, you know, you got you got to fill out this roster. I'll be honest with you. This roster's not great as it is. And and now there are Met fans who say, ah, what's a big deal if you lose Pete Alonso? Because you got to replace him. Well, I think it's a big deal if you lose Pete Alonso. But it's at what cost it, to keeping him? That's, that's what we're talking about is what does it mean if Pete Alonso – stays here, but for whatever reason, Steve Cohen is not going to continually be in the in the in the Cohen tax threshold and with the CBT. What if all of a sudden David Stearns is making him prudent in how he spends his money? Oh, we got a problem. I, I know you do. We got but, a major problem. But let's let's also not forget there are different ways to build teams that get deep into the postseason and, and compete for championships. We want to think it's just always spending money. But it's not. There's a big difference. No, but here's my issue with all this. There is a really big difference between spending money and buying players and keeping your players. Keeping your players should be a promise that every owner in this town has to us as fans. Hmm. When you develop someone and we watch them become a star, you have to keep them. This owner, when he bought the team, and you told us the news a few years ago, right. I swear to you, the number one thing I was excited about was not stealing players from the Yankees. It was not losing your own. It was not losing our own. And I get that. And Pete Alonso is is the is the poster child for not losing your own. And, he sh- and again, I'm not saying he shouldn't be here. I'm just saying the hiring of Scott Boris 
and the the silence that you get from that camp, it, including Pete Alonso, it's it's it should be telling you something. It's just whether or not you're willing to listen. I think that's what we're talking. Like, are you listening to what to what's not being said? And and even if it makes you feel awkward about the relationship that you have with Pete Alonso, you can't. You can't just dismiss it. But you're making that assumption. Of course I am. Well, and like, I'm making like, the assumption the Mets aren't being aggressive enough in keeping him. If they show more aggression. But I would argue that the Mets don't need to be aggressive. Because- I'm telling you, it's smarter to be more aggressive because when you let a guy get to free agency, you run a greater risk. The risk of overpaying a guy now, to me, is far less than the risk of losing him in free agency. Not Tell with, me if I'm wrong. Not with Scott Boris as your agent. You, you think I'm wrong with that statement? Uh, generally, you're not wrong. But with Scott Boris, I think you are. Why? Because he's not going to answer the phone until you go to a he's certain place. Proven he will sign guys to extensions. Okay, forget Jose Altuve, who is multiple champion and multiple uh, like legend in in Houston. And at thirty, whatever he is, two, three, right now, he wasn't going anywhere else, right? The only team that's going to value him that way for twenty, whatever it is, twenty five million dollars a year. Or the Houston Astros. That's the arrogance that the Mets probably have. Well, no one's going to value Pete as much as us. No, so if I we let him get to free agency, I think no true. one will outbid us. I don't think that's true. I, 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 I don't think that the Mets think that Pete Alonso is going to take a hometown discount. I think that the Mets aren't willing to go to the number that Scott Boris is throwing, or at least keeping the shell around him. And as a result... They're not answering the phone. And guess what? That number very well may be bigger 10 months from now. That's on the table. Jimmy's in Levittown. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, guys. I think the Yankees are in the same spot the Mets are. And I totally agree with you, Evan. But here's the deal. If this season goes awry for both teams, which it quite possibly can because mm-hmm. the rosters right. are similar anything, to last year. You're right. Yeah, right. So, and let's just say we're 15 days before the, the deadline. And, you know, I, I see this when the, when the Islanders lost Tavares. I'm not taking no one's word while I'm staying. I love it here. That, 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 that's gone. That's past. You've got to deal these guys and get what you can get back. And then what? If you want to try after the season's over, you try no, again. No, no. Respectfully, I disagree with you. I'll tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you why I think you're wrong about that. First of all, I think the idea of trading someone away and then being able to re-sign them is a fantasy that rarely happens. I know it did with Aroldis Chapman. Mm-hmm. It is a rarity. I think if the Yankees or the Mets decided to trade Juan Soto or to trade Pete Alonso, they're gone. That's number one. Number two. If either team has a crappy year to the point where they're out of it, which I get it. None of us saw that coming last year. Sure, it could happen. Yeah. I still think it's a mistake to trade them. Well, why? Why Why do you say that, Evan? Because I want them on my team in the future. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm the Yankees, and I think the situations are vastly different. I do. I think Soto and Alonzo are very different because Juan Soto is going to become the highest paid player this side of Shohei Otan. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. And he's turned down mega extensions before. Pete Alonso hasn't turned down any mega extensions that we know of. And he's also not Juan Soto. And also, Juan Soto's never played for the Yankees yet. Pete Alonso's a career Met. So I think there are a lot of differences between the two camps. But one area where I totally disagree with Jimmy, and I know this is going to become a thing if either team is bad, more likely the Mets, is we'll just trade them. No. I want them on my team. And I think trading them away, Tiki, yeah. is a death sentence. Well, it means they're gone. Well, if you trade them away, and and Jimmy's, I mean, there's a re, there's a reality to what he's saying. You trade him away, and then he's a free agent. You can get him back. 
but you've now taken your advantage, which is actually having him in your building. You've given it to somebody else. Right. And not that that's going to make a difference, especially with the agent, and it's both it's the same agent for both of these guys. It's not going to make a difference with Scott Boris, but there is something about having the guy at least in your building and not experiencing something else. Right? Pete Alonzo could get traded to, say, somewhere, Arizona, who knows, whatever. Go someplace else and just love it. Of course. And just, oh, God, I agree. This is, this, my family loves it out here. This is the perfect place for me. This lifestyle is so different than what I experienced when I was in New York. And, I, I, oh, man, this, Scott, this is where I want to be. It's a, dude, it's a fantasy. I'm right. telling you right now, I've had this discussion many, many times, and I think we get right. stuck on a role as Chapman as the one example. It's the exception. You don't trade a guy away and then sign him at the It just no. doesn't happen that no. often. Because things, there's too many factors that you now have zero control over. They're not in your building. You have no control over any influence on that on that player other than what you previously experienced or what he previously experienced with you. It's gone. Everybody giving it away. Everybody want to smile? Everybody want to feel better? Yes. October 10th, 2005. The Yankees are playing a winner take all. Game 5 of the ALDS. They are facing Francisco K. Rodriguez. Derek Jeter leads off with a hit. And up comes A-Rod as the tying run in the ninth inning of Game 5, down 5-3. to three. To the left side, might be two. Figgins. Out. Out. And Alex Rodriguez, who hasn't done anything offensively in this series, grounds into a 5-4-3 double play, and the Angels are one out away from the ALCS. Wow. What a moment that was. It was a great moment. People forget we did get two hits back-to-back after that, and it was Matt Suey who grounded out to end the game and didn't drive anybody in. (laughs) But Sure. Let history forget that. But no DP, those two hits score the runs. Right, but you also don't realize, because people maybe have forgotten this, Alex Rodriguez was busting his ass down the line. It's game five of the ALDS. I know he was out. I know it was a double play. (laughs) But don't ever say Alex didn't try. Yeah. Excuse all me, this hard, is anti-A-Rod day. No, we have not. plenty Whatever. of time tomorrow. We, to are, we are not accepting anti-A-Rod yeah. day. It's A-Rod day eve, and how you choose to celebrate is on you. But anything you okay. throw at us, we will be ready. Yes. Fair enough. Coming up in the next 15 minutes, our third A-Rod controversy that, I'll give you this hint, Sean and Tiki will have no ability to defend. <laughs> That's coming up, plus more of your calls. I'm sick of just accepting the fate. That Pete Alonzo's getting the free agency. I ain't doing it anymore. We're talking to you about it at 877-337-6666. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.